0: You're listening to the Net Podcast Network. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hey, Frank. Hey, Bradley. <laughs> Where should you take your elephant if your elephant is all itchy? Fair. to the pachydermatologist
1: hey oh <laughs> <laughs> burr, burr, burr. god this is giving, me, you're giving ah. me flashbacks to the Marla review Brad
0: but why the elephant joke I'll tell you why Netflix presents The Magician's Elephant an adaptation from absolutely famous and beloved author Kate DiCamillo You might recognize that name from Because of Winn-Dixie, The Tale of Despero, and The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane. The Magician's Elephant is about a little orphan boy named Peter. And one day, while he should be buying dinner for his soldier... Guardian? Yes, guardian. A fortune teller tells him, after taking his coin for the fortune... Follow the elephant and you will see that your sister is alive. Meanwhile, a magician across town conjures an elephant out of nothing. Whoa! This also happens to be in a town where everyone has lost hope, where the weather sucks and the sky is a permanent fog of
1: sadness. No, the sky is a permanent sheet of glowing tapioca balls for some reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> artistic interpretation <laughs>
2: I, I, think. Got, like, so, I got some little like mozzarella cheese balls that are in my fridge that are <laughs> reminiscent of that I, I wanted a snack
0: <laughs> indeed so Peter decides he's going to follow this elephant and find his estranged sister if she is in fact alive and in doing so enters a contest with the king show me three miracles impossible feats and I will let you Take the elephant, he says. So Peter has to come up with a lot of elaborate and clever ways to best the king and his requests for the impossible. Haven't read the book, but let's talk about the adaptation anyways and how it fares. With me, though, to discuss someone who's a bit of a writer himself and uh, can also create the magic. Frank is with us.
2: Hey, I'm glad you told me the... uh main character's name because i forgot (laughs) so Uh, peter's such an easy name to remember maybe that's why maybe because it's it's like oh it's you know it's not like you know jebediah or something right you know it's doesn't really like linger in the memory
0: jebediah dead parents (laughs) 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 also with us someone who creates magic in her artistry check out her artwork if you will Melina is with us.
1: I'm just going to address what you said there, uh, Brad. Uh, You mentioned the word impossible. If there's ever a drinking game that I don't recommend, it is taking a good solid shot anytime anyone in this film utters the word impossible. Uh, Because, yeah, you will need your stomach pumped twice. (laughs)
0: See, we have a, a lot of beloved celebrities in this, which makes it so hard to review. Well, celebrities. Because, yeah, a, a lot of these celebrities, not great voice actors, but they, you know, they're they're stars. They're not voice actors to begin with. And I always struggle with that.
2: They show up to the sessions.
0: You know, love Manny Patinket. That's, uh, I'm pretty sure, my oldest daughter's first crush from Inigo Montoya. You know, he killed my father. Brian Tyree Henry is in this as Leo Matinee, which I think he does pretty good. Yeah, he's fine. He's better at Yeah, Benedict though. Wong as the magician. I was shocked to see that it was Benedict Wong. It was a okay performance, but I had no idea he could do that with his voice, so that was kind of neat. And rising star, quote-unquote, Noah Jupe as Peter.
2: Noah Jupe. Yeah, I like Nojoo. Yes. I like I've liked his work for the last few years. He's been uh, he's been great, even though he's unfortunately been in a lot of projects that have been kind of... Shy. Oh, really? Suburbicon. Anybody remember Suburbicon? No.
0: Would you all think uh, the magician's elephant?
1: Well, I thought the elephant looked pretty darn good.
0: Same. I love elephants. That's kind of why I jumped on board with this one.
1: Elephants Epalumps.
0: are my favorite. Epalumps. Yeah. <laughs> There's a scene uh, where the elephant is drawn all over, and I'm like, "That's not nice. That's terrible. How know, could they that actually, do that to that animal?"
2: Actually, it kind of looks a little off-putting. You know, like, yeah. Oh, why are you? like why, why are you? Why, why are you looking like that? I mean, maybe, I was like, yeah, unless that's your thing, but... You I know.
0: know. Sure. <laughs> I
1: did I did think it was hilarious that they have this whole conversation ahead of time as to what they're going to do with the elephant if they feel like they can keep it around, as they say. And I was like, well, clearly you guys had no problem spending three hours painting the darn thing, so is it really all that dangerous? Like, could it possibly? It's like,
2: well, now we're out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no else to do now. We've already painted it.
0: <laughs> I think this is where the weakness of the adaptation is. I've read because of Win Dixie, mm-hmm. uh, the miraculous journey of Edward Tulane is a very underrated book in my expert opinion. But this magnificent creature that no one has ever seen before has been painted to look more presentable and fun. It's like trying to put a bow tie on a miracle and thinking this is better. And that's horrible. The film literally spells that out, though. They don't let you dwell or think about it. They're just like, oh, no, the paint, it's hurting its eyes. We got to clean it off. It was terrible to paint it anyway. Let's all yell out what we're feeling. There should be no thought about anything you see. And I thought that was terrible.
1: They do that in every scene. It's like if you don't have completely unnecessary, awkward narration with uh, the chick from... Uh're provided by the chick from uh what we do in the shadows, doing the most unnecessary Baltic accent i've ever heard uh but if you're not getting that describing exactly what it is that we ourselves can see on screen, then you have characters close ups of characters who we never see who we've never seen before or'll ever ever see again going, Hey, look at that
2: that was something yeah. that I sort of, like <laughs> struggled with I think there are a couple of times I was like, Right. Who are you now? <laughs> what is your function in this story? I think that yeah. this is a very, very busy and overstuffed movie, especially a movie that's that clocked in like on like the one forty mark, an hour and 40, mark, uh, 40 minutes. Is longer. it that long? I really, yeah, it, it it is. Which is not a long length of time, but it just felt such like so overstuffed and so busy mm-hmm. um, that it just it 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 lost me for the most part. There are, I think. It was in the second half um, where I thought, okay, there's there's some charm here. There, there's um, the, the core story is great, um, and I think some emotional beats are there. But it it it, it, it was too much effort to get mm-hmm. there, you know. And I think my my one of my biggest gripes with this film is it's actually a gripe that I don't have for other films. Um, is the sense it, it's that um, that. That device of where we where we know what the we know something crucial that the characters don't, absolutely. And I likes I like seeing that play out. I mean, it depends on the film that that it's being played out in, but in some films, it's really it's interesting to see that play out because it's interesting to see characters make the journey to where they need to go to. Um, This one though is like, come on, like it's right there, like they're right there, like but let's just let's get there already. There's no reason for us not to get there. Yeah, and I think
1: that that's and I know exactly what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, we've we talked about the core concept of this film. It's a young boy wanting to find his long-lost sister. So, I am going to try to tread around that as much as I can without spoiling anything. But I think yeah, what this movie does is that it plays its hand way too early and it plays it incorrectly. I think as well, where it's like not only did you kind of show the audience what the characters don't see way too early on. But and as a res- but as a result of that, it's like you spend the rest of the movie knowing exactly where it's going to go and feeling and not feeling anything in the way of tension or a sense of mystery as to how this is going to end up. You know for you know, like from twenty minutes in, you're like, okay, so yeah, can we just get to this point? Because you've already shown that that is where we are. We are headed. All of this other stuff now just feels like a bunch, of, like a big obstacle course to get there.
2: It, it makes such a big mistake by showing us what it shows us too early on. It would have been a much better film, a much more emotionally impactful film, had it not done that. Yeah, and
1: one thing I was one thing I noticed during the uh, the halfway point. This is a device the movie uses uh, quite a few times in its dream sequences as a means of letting you see the various characters' memories. Um, and there is a very I thought I thought one of the more well shot and choreographed sequences. It's a dream sequence of uh, Mandy Patinkin's character and how he ended up becoming the guardian of the protagonist, Peter. And it's one of those where it's meant to, it's meant to be a big cliffhanger and it's meant to have affected how Mandy Patinkin's character brought him up. But it's immediately after that. And when I say immediately, I mean, it's the next shot where they're like, Oh no, 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 no. Here's what actually happened. And I'm like, all right, well then you just took away all of the, suspense and mystery of that it's it really was the equivalent of yeah it was it was the equivalent of blowing up the ship that chewbacca's in and then having him in the next shot to where it's like oh no he's okay yeah
2: we should we should end it, <laughs> it with the, with the patenkin characters with the soldiers like recollection because as far as he knows and as far as we know that's the truth and that's what actually happened and that would have been fine just to have it like exactly that's mm-hmm. it
0: yeah there are certain reveals that should have been revealed to the audience and the characters for that more profound, did you believe in magic? That should have all happened together at the end, rather than the narrator being like, okay, let me give you the 411 and the cliff notes on where we're going before we start. I'm like, or don't do that, please. That's that's a good way to kill an intention, any especially yeah. in a child. You can't tell a child where something's going. They will rebel. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: This movie is so overstimulated. Mm, yeah, like it, it's a mm-hmm. it, it's a lot. I think that I know it's called the Magician's Ele- Elephant, but I think everything with the magician just made it too much for me. I think we have we if we didn't have the magician, uh, it's funny to say because it's called the Magician's Elephant, uh, and I get why it's called the Magician's Elephant. But I think if the magic element, of the, the subplot, there's a magician that's the, the you know titular ma- uh, magician is in prison or in jail, um uh most of this movie. And I, I just feel like even though that's a subplot, it it just added too much. I think there's always so much going on here. I I I felt the least engaged to that element of the story. Um I don't know about Well no, that. I
1: agree in that I think it added screen time, but it didn't really add anything in the way of substance or understanding of this character because his whole thing at the beginning is that, you know, they even say he's a magician, but he's not a very good one either. And he's kind of at this point where he is thinking, you know, what is the purpose of my profession? I can't impress anybody, even if I could do this well, you know? And I think that that is, that's an underlying theme that this movie just kind of dances around wanting to explore the idea of people becoming cynical and people becoming close-minded. And they use that a lot with the metaphor of the, you know, the, the bubble clouds, as we talked about earlier, but it's so in the background and yet they want to make it the emotional punch of the whole film and it just never feels earned. And that is because, yeah, your magician, your titular magician feels like an unnecessary, it feels like a necessary filler. It shouldn't feel like that.
2: No, no, not at all. And uh, and it does. But there's so much stuff here that's just like, like everybody has like a fucking flashback or <laughs> something. It's just like it's, it's like just, an episode <laughs> of Lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's caught something going on here. And it's but like, the island. Enough, but,
0: we uh, gotta return to the island, Jack. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny though that she visited the magician every day to be like, "Look what you did to me! You're a jerk." Yeah. And I think there's a good running joke there, but it even it even draws kind of thin on that, and yeah, even it that not its a to it. after the two times. We're still doing it. We're still doing this. We're still in this <laughs>
2: yeah. jail cell with this guy. Yeah. Even the movie
1: at one point's like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> like. And it really does feel like that through a lot of these plot points. It just feels like the movie wants to tease that there's going to be some kind of uh there's going to be some kind of conflict. But in the end of it it's just like, "Oh no, 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 no. It's it's all right. We're just going to keep we're going to keep it safe. We're going to keep it light." And for a movie that you describe as, you know, overstuffed and overstimulating, uh uh frank i completely agree with you but only in its visual aspects because the story here i just found almost anemic in how underwritten it is
2: well it's the same and i know what you mean like it's like because at the end of it it's like wow but that yeah that was just like a simple little through line but we have we took all these detours mm-hmm. with all these different side characters like there's like um a, a, a queen or whoever she is a that doesn't smile uh, yeah, the who, countess the yeah countess that, that never smile. smiles there's the new king that like is trying to get her to it's smile it's a jackass yeah just, you know there's the nun <laughs> has her own deal
0: <laughs> who has a habit you know. <laughs> bad ah, habit ah, 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 ah.
1: <laughs> the nun who doesn't believe <laughs> like, in signs <laughs> which
0: yeah
2: Right. I was barely like never mm-hmm. left. I'd never been outside. i never I've been, been outdoors before. at all. She's like so scared. Of right,
1: for reasons. And, when I, and normally when people say for reasons, it usually means I can't talk about it. But no, it's just because the movie's like, well, because she does.
0: Why don't you want to go outside? Shut None up. of your business. <laughs> yeah.
1: She
0: oh can, nonsense uh, oh god i'm doing it too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's doing it she's doing it too we got to get into final thoughts here um, <laughs> frank why don't you start please
2: um you know i ultimately it doesn't sound like it but i actually did kind of like this i thought it was uh it did hit have those uh sweet moments and it did hit, hit those notes of um uh, of sweetness and there is some great animation here. I think there's one one of the dreams, one of the few one of the few scattered dream sequences is um Peter um with the elephant uh, dancing like and underneath underwater with all his all the elephants like elephant family playing around. And you know, that that was that was very beautiful. Um there is some decent voice acting going on here um at times. And this this will be for this will be for for people this will be for somebody for for for, for yeah. people yeah um i don't <laughs> i hope that saying. goes on the poster um. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: huge plug for one of us. Net. this is for people
2: <laughs> yeah there's just too much going on here too many side characters too many subplots too many of um of everything and what makes it a lot, especially, is the fact that we already know where we're going, and it's you know, it's it's like t- it's like taking a road trip and stopping you know at, at every single like freaking buckies <laughs> on the way there. It's just like <laughs> it's you know like no, let's just get there. All right, let's power through. It's getting late. Not not really for me, but um, I do applaud uh certain parts of it. So I'm gonna go ahead and give this six and a half out of ten. Countess is just, you need know, to fucking lighten up.
0: <laughs> smile. God, a smile costs
2: nothing, as the old saying goes.
1: You know, Jeez. you would really be prettier if you smiled. I'm,
2: I'm
0: kidding. Aww. <laughs> oh. I,
2: I, I, I am really kidding, because she is, she, she, you know, uh, whatever. Just smile. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: That's uh, Kirby, the voice actress of the Countess. Yeah, Kirby. Uh, Melina. Your final Um, thoughts, please.
1: Well, to kind of paraphrase what you were saying, Frank, this feels like going on vacation with someone who wants to not ruin the surprise of where you're going by taking the scenic route. But you're like, no, I already looked at the map. I know where we're going. So can we just get there? Um, And the thing is, I don't mind taking the scenic route in life or movies as long as I'm enjoying the stops. And here, I found the stops just, for the most part, kind of underwhelming. We talked about the three tasks that take up pretty much the majority of this film that our main character, Peter, has to undertake. And either they play out in just the most cheesy, blasé way that made me wonder, Is I, I know that this is for kids, but is it for, like, toddlers? No, I'm... <laughs> no, I... But then, But then <laughs> some of the other tasks, you're like, well, I can't... I'm not even in suspense because you telegraphed how this is going to play out 30 minutes ago in a way that even a child is not going to miss, I would venture. Um, it's been a little while since I was a child, but I even I would give myself credit being like, yeah, no, I think I could have seen that one coming. Um, but yeah, and I'm like, if the characters felt in any way fleshed out, including our main character, Peter, then I think that, yeah, again, even with kind of the infantile nature of the way that they play their the way that they play the story out if you have really interesting fun even like just dynamic characters there's a lot that can be there's a lot that can be compensated for everything else but here your characters are just pretty much they're translucent i think easily the best scenes are those between him and the elephant which is the most interesting and sympathetic character but there's not enough of that there is the one dream sequence like you were saying that is so outstandingly gorgeous that it almost feels out of place with everything else in this film it yeah, feels like it belongs it in a much better movie best compliment i can give this is the animation of not the character so much but the scenery the way that it's rendered is so beautiful like, could not take my eyes off it. It made me want to go to Spain or Portugal or wherever this is supposed to be. Um,
2: Some, like, magical, like, you know, European country
1: that... All, uh, people of, would have to all of Europe is magical. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a melting pot oh, yes. of accents Europe town. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Europe
1: town. <laughs> but, yeah, there's... F-Jocot, oh, Yeah. <laughs> now that's the that's the American recommendation right there. <laughs> yeah Um but yeah I really wish that I could have liked this more. I I wish that this had been the I wish that this had been as inspired as apparently this book is. I am familiar with this author's other works and yeah, she writes some great stuff. I have a feeling that the book has a hell of a lot more substance than ended up in here, and that is unfortunate. Um but I, I can only at the end of the day give it I can only give it five out of 10 pygmy goats which are admittedly pretty friggin' adorable.
0: Yeah, they are adorable. Yeah, want
2: to we'll watch EO again.
1: Right. Oh god.
0: Well, for me, uh again, uh, I want to plug the author. Read this author's work. Uh, I read win Dixie as a kid and thought, "Ha, that dog's fun. <laughs> I like dogs." And then I read it to my kids as an adult and I like slid the book to my wife and like, you need to read this. This is the most beautiful, unconditional love thesis I've read this year. This movie is just it's just kind of loud about its points. And that made me sad because kids thrive when they can think. If you ask a kid how they feel about a scene, they should be able to tell you how they feel. They shouldn't like crutch the dialogue from the movie. Like, oh, well, I feel that the soldier loved the book because his mom read him the book and the soldier just said it, so now I'm repeating it back to you. That's horrible. That robs so much substance. It's like if the scene at the end of Ratatouille involved the critic saying exactly how he felt eating the Ratatouille, people would hate that. And there's a reason why Ratatouille's beloved because the critic isn't like, oh, it's my comfort meal, like when I was a boy and my mom made it for me. And I love and miss my mom. And now I'm not so cynical. Could you imagine him droning on and on about the what you're supposed to feel? That would be that's terrible. So
1: perfectly, that's, so that's so perfectly put, though, Brad, I'm telling you. Like,
0: yeah. All right, well, then here's my rating. <laughs> <laughs> um, 6.5 out of 10, elephant... African elephant party pools. Eh?
2: <laughs> See, I even forgot that was a thing. Like, it's like, I, I, there's so many like little like sight things, sight gags here that I'm just like, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they,
0: oh yeah, because I guess happened. is the general well, they, response. They're getting to the trampled jokes under the. Yeah. They're getting
1: trampled under the narrator for most of it. i'm <laughs> Like my god. I know. I
0: know.